0: hi everyone and welcome back to astrology and you i'm alice and i'm maxine
1: and today we have such a special episode for you
0: yes this is one i've like literally been planning for the last year um (laughs) it's a retrospective on saturn return stories in aquarius so we got a lot of people to write in what happened during their saturn return the last three years because that is coming to an end in march and we're really excited to share just like realistically how does a saturn return play out like what what can you expect what are real life examples of what happens
1: yeah especially because you you I mean, you might even feel it yourself, but there's a lot of fear surrounding Saturn returns and we want to actually show you, okay, what are actual examples so that way you don't have to go into it being in the dark about it and you can actually prepare a bit and work with this energy more constructively.
0: Yeah, it's really not something you need to be scared of, um, which is what yes. we will learn. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're not going to do any life updates because, in true Saturn fashion, this is probably going to be a longer episode. Um, yeah. Saturn takes time, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Do you want to kick it off by explaining like the logistics? Like, what is a Saturn return? What is what exactly yeah. does that mean?
1: Yeah, so Saturn return, it basically is when, it's exactly like it sounds, it's when Saturn returns to the exact place in your birth chart it was when you were born. So that whole two and a half year period, you can consider part of that process of Saturn returning back to that sign. And also more specifically, you can look to the exact degree of your Saturn when Saturn touches that point.
0: Yeah, so if you're looking at your birth chart and you see, oh, I have Saturn in Aquarius, you can know that these last three years, your Saturn return was going on because Saturn currently is in Aquarius, and it has been since about March of 2020.
1: Yeah, and likewise, if you notice you have Saturn in Pisces, that's what's coming up next, starting March 7th, 2023. Yes,
0: Um, Yeah. So just to clarify, the dates for the Saturn return in Aquarius have been March to 2020. And then that lasted to like July of 2020. And then it came back fully in December of 2020. And is finally wrapping up in March of 2023, March 7th to be exact. So that's coming to a close and why we've gotten these stories from everyone. And then the Pisces, everyone with Saturn in Pisces is starting their Saturn return March 7, 2023, all the way till February of 2026.
1: When we're talking about your Saturn return, again, you will feel it for that whole period that Saturn's in the sign. But of course, the closer Saturn gets to your exact Saturn in your birth chart, the more intensely it's felt. So if you do want to look up your birth chart itself and notice if Saturn's in the early degrees of Pisces, then you're going to feel that sooner. Versus if it were like at the end.
0: Yeah. And like just going to like the ages when this happens, like Saturn does take about 29 years to come fully back to its position in your birth chart. But typically that first Saturn return period is around the ages of 27 to 30. Um, So most 30 year olds have their Saturn and Aquarius or people that are turning 30 this year. So that's finally ending. But yeah, the 27, 28, 29-year-olds, you guys are kind of starting your Saturn return now if you have it in Pisces.
1: Yeah, and we did want to say too, like no matter if you have Saturn in Aquarius or Pisces or whatever sign it's in, we're going to be talking about in this episode how it relates to you more broadly. What is the Saturn return experience? How can you make sure you know what that's about for whenever that is for you or if you have people in your life? So there are a lot of very common things themes and lessons that come up with any Saturn return in any sign
0: yes and also this could be your second Saturn return for listeners that aren't in their 20s right now like you get your second Saturn return around the ages of 56 to 59 and then you get your third Saturn return around the ages of 86 to 89 so it's something that comes back around about every 29 years
1: Exactly. Yes. And if you are listening and you are approaching your 90s, I would love to know I know <laughs> what your Saturn return is. Please write us stories.
0: My grandfather's in his third one. Um, I realized Aww. at Christmas I'm in mine. I'm finishing up mine. My stepmom is finishing up her second one and my grandfather's finishing up his third one. And he has written a book, his another book he's a writer like he writes really complex history books that are sold in like co- or that are put in like college libraries um oh, nice. and he's still writing a book at age 90 it's crazy
1: oh my goodness wait what house is this saturn in
0: um he's capricorn rising so second house
1: Oh, I love that. Okay, well, get it. We'll get back to that. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's really cool to see if if you're in your Saturn return there. You typically have three in a lifetime. It's just cool to see how each one is a progression from the first. So the first one, though, is really the one where you feel it the most intensely, and I think that's why it's so emphasized, because it's the first time that Saturn's returning after that journey through all of the houses of your birth chart, all of those signs, and it's coming back to kind of tap you on the shoulder and be like, okay, have you learned your lesson yet? You have to rise to the occasion and really face reality.
0: Yeah, a big theme that comes up at the Saturn return is like taking stock of your life up until that point. So if you're at your first Saturn return closer to the age of 30, it's kind of like how, like what have I learned in the last 30 years of living, especially like in your 20s and your teens and like how can I reflect upon that and maybe implement new habits, new strategies for my life moving forward into the next three decades. It's kind of a closing out of one cycle Entering into the next part of like your life, and I just feel like the Saturn return firmly marks like I am an adult now. I am in charge of my own destiny. I make my own decisions. I can't blame anyone else for my problems.
1: With Saturn return, I always like to say it's a big right right of passage into being a full adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like at, up until that point, it's not that you're not an adult. It's just that to the extent, almost to which you have felt like adult it's a lot easier if you're more independent if you really have a lot of personal responsibility going into your Saturn return won't be as necessarily as stressful it might be stressful I should say but you know it's that's what Saturn return is all about so if you're someone who really is comfortable you know taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm, you're more mm -hmm. practically minded then it can ease up a little bit on you
0: yeah it's kind of like I look at the Saturn return as a reality check. It's like, how have you not been like living true to yourself? How have you been living your life according to like other people's expectations or trying to blend in with other people versus like, who am I truly deep down? Like, what do I want as an individual? And also just like where areas you've been like slacking off in or not totally paying attention to. It kind of brings those to focus. Like you need to face the reality here. Yeah,
1: needing to face the reality and kind of almost just asking yourself these tougher questions of, you know, where do you really want to go? Where, if you stay where you are, where is that path taking you? And I think that just speaks a lot to even the timing of these, these ages when the Saturn return happens before 30, right around that time, and then 60. And then, you know, it's these check-in points where you're really recognizing that whole chapter that came before. And okay, what do I do now going forward? It just really asks you to kind of, You have more stress and more pressure on you, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but ultimately it's for a purpose. And so that way you're heading in a direction that you, you know, really matters to you.
0: Yeah. I feel like often it's like these decisions you're making around this age, like 28, 29 into 30 like they just tend to hold a lot more weight. It's like not how life was when you were 23 and you're like, I'm going to move to Europe one day. I'm going to do this career down the road. It's like, no, like what are you actually capable of in this moment? Like where where do your skills lie? What are your niche interests? And how can you take that more seriously and build upon that? Um, yeah, and oftentimes there are, like, these big decisions to make. Like, is this relationship really fulfilling to me? Or I'm ready to commit to my partner further. Or is this career right for me? Or do I need to make a change there? Um, and kind of coming to terms with, like, feelings that may have been, like, lying dormant up until now.
1: Yeah, there, it's so much about, okay, this was the bigger decisions in your life were up until then you may have been kind of on the fence about or just letting things slide you are faced with that reality of okay this you you see what's going to happen you kind of have this sense of importance of needing to either let things be as they are or to eliminate them and to kind of you know just you you're letting go of excess things that weren't serving you in a long-term growth kind of way
0: (laughs) yeah Saturn is all about like what works in the long term and if something is not meant to serve you like years down the line like that's probably going to fall away so sometimes there'll be like or oftentimes there'll be like friendships that are kind of just like peripheral friendships kind of fall away and it's like who are my core people I can rely on or yeah like again like if a relationship or career isn't meant to work in the long term, it will become increasingly obvious at the Saturn return.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think we've kind of spoken to this, but I think the biggest thing about Saturn returns, it often is, you know, Saturn's called the Lord of Karma. Some people would say it's not actually like there's a lot of fear surrounding this planet in and of itself, but it is nothing to fear. It's just really saying Saturn wants to help you to create about those dreams and actually make it a reality and actually help you to get where you want to go so because structure requires saying yes to one thing and committing to it and saying no to another i think that's where that sense of saturn returns or scary or limiting comes through because of course you have to let go of something in order to really open yourself up to what saturn can give you down the
0: line that's such a good point like during the Saturn return you're creating structures that will last for the next few decades of your life till that second Saturn return so it's like it's a lot of work in the moment during the Saturn return but all the work and the difficult changes and transitions you're going through that during these like two three years um are meant to serve you like further down the line they're not for nothing
1: yeah oh I love that and what else do we need to make sure we um
0: talk about? one <laughs> other thing i wanted to mention is just like the quality of time like saturn is kind of looked at as the planet of time and i just feel like the quality of time takes on like a new meaning during the saturn return there's like both this feeling of like time is running out i need to make these changes like i'm Life is passing me by. I need to do this now. I need to get a head start on my goals and actually do something about them. But then also there's this feeling that things are taking too long and you may feel like very like like you said, Maxine, like a lot of pressure, stress on you, or um that just like yeah, things aren't happening as fast as you would like.
1: Love that you mentioned that because I think Saturn returns no matter where it falls in your birth chart, no matter what the specific themes are, there's always this sense of, okay, it's teaching you lessons related to time, like patience, for example, or even resilience of kind of waiting things out and seeing things through. And a lot of wisdom can come through that, a lot of personal, a sense that you're able to actually rely on yourself and success can come through that, but it it does require time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that like, We touched upon a lot of bigger themes that go on like generally for everyone's Saturn return obviously as we'll get into in these stories when we read out the examples that were written in um, you also need to take it into consideration the house your Saturn is placed in in your birth chart because themes related to that house are going to become especially important at the Saturn return. Um, and also houses ruled by Capricorn and Aquarius as well. So like if you have your Saturn and Pisces in one house, you may also want to look at like what houses are ruled by Capricorn and Aquarius because themes related to those might become relevant too. And just as
1: a side note, because I see this a lot in readings, if you have Capricorn-Saturn in your birth chart, it may have felt like your Saturn return didn't fully end <laughs> in 2020 because of that connection
0: yeah yeah it's it's so interesting because like Saturn's in my seventh house but like it also rules my sixth house so it wasn't just seventh house themes it was also like very heavy on sixth house I would say sixth house themes were more difficult than seventh house themes
1: that's it's so interesting when you look at the specifics Mm -hmm. um and I wanted to say one more theme actually that I noted that we didn't get to it kind of relates to that but I think a lot of the times with the Saturn return, what I see is people feel very isolated or alone. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a big one.
1: It's so huge. So just as a general kind of thing, people are, maybe you're you're having to let go of so much, as we said, and eliminate, and you're having to focus on these bigger goals. And oftentimes that requires letting go of these past expectations or ways of seeing yourself or interests or friendships even. And just... It, it can really feel like it kind of puts you in this limbo land or this place where you feel like you're on your own. So because you do have to rely on yourself, but I just think that's something that I just see across the board with Saturn returns.
0: There's also a time when like people aren't relying on their friendships as much as they were. Like in your early tw- in your teens, early twenties, like friends are everything. You're doing stuff with them on the weekends, and then you reach this pivotal turning point, and Some people are getting married. Some people are having their first child at their Saturn return. And if you're not a part of that, it can feel, or I guess like even for those people too, like it just feels like everyone's splitting off and going in their different directions because this is like a reckoning period of like, who do I want to be? What's the life I want to live?
1: And it's so important, like the last thing I'll add there is it's so important that you do use this time period to check in with yourself, even though it is difficult because Saturn returns, they do come back. And the extent to which you really dive deep into it now and do that work, even though it's heavy feeling, you're going to feel so much more fulfilled, like success will come more easily to you. You'll feel like you're on your right path and not just spending, you know, time going off in the wrong direction. So it's, it's really important to focus on it
0: yeah definitely I was really excited um like approaching the Saturn return because obviously this was like my Saturn return so I was like really hyped about it um and also like all these celebrities that I'd grown up with were also going through their Saturn return so I was like excited to see in the news like how was Miley Cyrus going through her Saturn return how was Selena Gomez going through hers um it's just interesting to see these like celebrity stories where was there anything that like caught your eye just so people have like a concrete like oh that makes so much sense. They That celebrity was going through their Saturn return the last three years.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay, you know, everyone who has listened to the podcast <laughs> knows Jim Carrey. I just find to be such an inspiring person. But, um, yeah, it was just so interesting to see he retired from acting during his yeah. Saturn return. He's in his second Saturn return at this point. But... It was beautiful to me to see how he made that transition of using all of that creative self-expression you see in his movies and bring so much joy to others and then really having a reckoning of kind of really owning that that time in his life where he's like nope I'm retiring that's this is a new chapter he's focusing on his spirituality his work um, in terms of art and just taking it in a different direction I think it's so cool.
0: And it was interesting because like he his career was kind of made around the time of his first Saturn return so it's like he Mm -hmm. rose to fame um, right around that time and then it's like closing out that chapter like okay I'm done like that was that 30 year period like I was a famous actor now it's like next what's next.
1: Yeah. It, it's so it's so literal in some of these examples. Um, but what's one you were thinking about?
0: One that was so interesting to me was Jeanette McCurdy, um, who was on the t- TV show on, was it Teen Nick? Yeah, iCarly. She was just like the sidekick friend on that show. So I grew up like having that TV show in the background going on at home like I knew who she was then like I didn't hear for her from her for a while like no one knew what she was up to I don't think she was really doing acting or taking that seriously and then she came out with this memoir in the fall in the late summer of 2022 called I'm glad my mom died and that was just like a crazy Saturn return story um because it was I feel like when a celebrity like writes a memoir at the Saturn return it's so like literal it's like I'm reflecting on my childhood how I grew up and how much I've grown as a person since then and like how I'm moving forward now and this memoir was like top of the charts um and also like in her birth chart Saturn she's Saturn in Aquarius but it's square her moon in Taurus so it's just interesting that this was like a whole reflection on the her childhood which is represented by the moon her relationship with her mom and like how difficult that was um and yeah just like reflecting on that part of her life specifically was so relevant with the moon tied into the Saturn return
1: yeah I mean it honestly can be so literal and with Saturn returns too that's such a good example of one where it allows her to kind of take back her own power and authority which is another huge theme of Saturn returns.
0: Mm-hmm. Another like really great one was M. Emily Ratajkowski known as imrata on Instagram. Um, she went through her Saturn return. She's Saturn in the seventh house in Aquarius and a lot happened for her since 2020. Like she went I would just consider her like a model um, and like she had a swimsuit brand before that. But like during her Saturn return, she really like established herself as a writer. Now she's a podcaster. She's also a mom now. Like she became a parent during her Saturn return and she went through a divorce. So now she's a single mom. So like I feel like her life totally changed. Um, and she kind of just came into like, what are her true talents? Like, yes, modeling was kind of a means to an end. And now she's like able... I don't know. Like she established herself. Like I'm a good writer. I have these things to say.
1: Yeah, and actually taking, allowing herself to to bring that to the public, and actually seeing what she actually wants to be known for is another part of that theme of Saturn returns and success and what really is more meaningful to her.
0: Yeah. And then kind of another one, someone with a really difficult Saturn re- second Saturn return was Johnny Depp um, with that whole public trial. So that's kind of like a, definitely a challenging Saturn return example.
1: Yeah, no. And it's honestly, if we were, we could spend this entire podcast yeah, just talking about how, how honestly, how revealing their Saturn returns are. And I think that's what's really interesting is that some of these are, y- you you might have heard those examples and been like you know something came to mind and you know like you've heard of that but the the Saturn return isn't always even as visible and people feel it so in depth and do kind of feel like very alone throughout their Saturn return so it's just something I always feel like it's so important to just be so mindful of.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah it's interesting to see all celebrities go from like one way of being into like the second phase of their career i feel like it's especially notice noticeable with like child stars like how is it evolving at that time
1: yeah like how do they want to grow because now they finally get to decide okay who do i want to be as an adult like that was who i was when i was a child and growing up but like oh my gosh there's so many examples like you mentioned selena gomez (laughs) miley cyrus oh my gosh um but yeah so those are some things that might kind of jog your memory but definitely big Opportunities for starting a new chapter, and they can be very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then I went through mine. Um, I was going <laughs> to ask
1: you. So we we actually originally were going to do like a whole podcast episode <laughs> about this too. Um, but what were the big things, Alice? Because you had your Saturn return in Aquarius in your seventh house.
0: Yeah, I think what I noticed because I become an astrologer before my Saturn return, so it wasn't really about that. It was more like at the start of the Saturn return, it was like, who am I as an astrologer? Like, I felt like I was comparing myself to a lot of other people on Instagram. I didn't really have my unique voice. Um, My business was mostly just doing readings for people. There was no other, like, element of my business. Um, Also, I was single, like, had been single for, like, five and a half years at the start of my Saturn return. Like, literally no dating prospects and mine was all about like seventh and sixth house themes so I actually got into my relationship during my Saturn return have learned how to be a good partner to someone have learned what commitment looks like we've moved in together like first serious relationship which is a very seventh house Saturn return and then also those sixth house themes of like I've built my business so much during my Saturn return like we have this podcast that was made during the Saturn return um I've done courses I wrote an entire book um on relationship astrology during my Saturn return what else have I done about the seventh house (laughs) yeah I just think I'm like way more clear on like what is important to me in my career I guess other stuff too like I had like friendships fall away that type of stuff but mainly like what makes me happy with work and like I don't need to be on every social media platform or be doing all these things that aren't important to me like this is my lane and I'm gonna stay in it
1: oh I love that I feel like for you too like what I've seen is you just being so much more comfortable in, I don't know just in relationships to like with you being in a relationship with Jesse and just I don't know just feeling more confident
0: yeah I also quit drinking so it's like uh what are these habits that aren't serving me anymore like I have been trying to stop drinking since like I was a sophomore in college and it was just like a negative pattern of getting blackout drunk every now and then. And like finally at the Saturn return, it's like, I'm going to take myself on and like really commit to ending this pattern that I have.
1: And honestly, for anyone listening, Saturn and Pisces will be great for that. (laughs) If you want to quit drinking.
0: True. Yeah. That one's definitely (laughs) about mental health. So
1: supportive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was curious, just one more question for you, Alice, but did you feel like there was anything related to what we talked about, like having to face the reality of some situation or feeling like you had to, I don't know, like let go of something that you kind of felt like you were not being true to yourself on before?
0: I feel like going back to the seventh house themes, it was very much like, why have I been dating this way up until this point? Like it became impossible. Like the universe literally made it impossible for me to continue dating how I've been dating, like building up these elaborate fantasies around people I barely knew or, um, I don't know, just like, I don't going after the wrong types of people. And it became like increasingly obvious, like I need to change how I approach dating I need to like love myself more have more self-worth in that area of my life that was like a huge theme like in 2020 the second Saturn moved into Aquarius my seventh house and then I ended up attracting a way better partner
1: yes oh, I'm such a fan of Jesse. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh also I mean, yeah. the reality
0: of like my health situation too like how, we've yes, talked about like this house, yes. yeah like we've talked about this a few times on the podcast but like just wasn't exercise was not a priority eating well was not a priority I was like whatever like it doesn't really matter that's not important when it clearly was um so just learning like I have to take care of my body like this I'm a soul but I like have a body
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. I I I'm getting emotional. You sharing this because if you're listening to the podcast, you might not know, but Alice and I have been friends for like a decade, <laughs> and it's just wild. Like everything you're saying. If you could tell yourself like 10 years ago where you're at in all these areas of life, you would just be so I don't know so proud of yourself. Don't you think?
0: I like wouldn't recognize myself. <laughs> I would be like, what? I know.
1: I know it's it's just so literal so I mean you're being modest but it's Mm -hmm. honestly impressive and inspiring
0: (laughs) yeah so I would say like before it was kind of like lost not knowing what was going on feeling like lonely single and then like by the end of the Saturn return like I would say mine had a pretty happy ending like in a loving committed relationship wrote a book so excited for that to come out um, health is still something we're working towards. Haven't completely <laughs> mastered that yet, but definitely way better than I have been.
1: You have a month left. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when we're recording this, um, but yeah, oh, that's so beautiful. I love that, Alice.
0: Yeah, and yours. So, Maxine, you have Saturn in Pisces. So yours is starting in March. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, we were we've talked about this, but I feel like because. I have an Aquarius Mm mid-heaven. I just, I'm so thankful for that, honestly, because (laughs) that Mm -hmm. was so stressful and I can't imagine, I mean, that was around the time, actually, I put in my notice right when Saturn entered Aquarius Mm -hmm. to my Mm -hmm. old job that I had been doing um, as a teacher. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm just very open to see what happens.
0: (laughs) it'll be interesting to see like you already had the Saturn midheaven transit but like how will career is it with a 10th house Saturn in Pisces like mm-hmm. how will that continue to evolve um also just like yeah i feel like 10th house is more than career too it is like public standing like how you uh, pro- how other people see you like kind of at your inner authority too
1: yeah just being Being more comfortable, more confident sharing my spiritual, soulful approach to astrology with others and helping Mm -hmm. other people learn how to read astrology charts in that more empowering light. And, you know, I mean, I've already seen a huge preview of that with my program, Mm -hmm. Spiritual Astrology School, and that's been so special and fun. Um, Yeah, like really fulfilling. So hopefully more of that and, you know, the structure might change a little bit, but... Definitely focusing more on that, I could see.
0: Oh, I love that. I'm excited to see your transformation by 2026. Well, you are getting married. That is a huge, like, that's already one event we know is for sure going to happen during your Saturn return.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is interesting once you get deeper into astrology, like the ruling planet. So it's so literal in that sense of, you know, be becoming even more close to my partner who i been with for forever. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah that's interesting. Um, Okay yeah so enough about us to get into (laughs) our stories.
1: Yeah um, but hopefully why we were sharing that too I was going to say is just because oftentimes we'll kind of get asked about well what is it like before you enter or during it or after you know the Saturn return is so important but I think it's just important to reflect. Like there are other points of transformation. So even if you're reflecting as we go through the examples, and you're wondering, it, it's not your only chance to grow in these areas of life, but it is a really important one to pay attention to and not sleep through.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, like as we go through these, through these examples, you'll start to notice like COVID was such a big theme for people having their Saturn return yeah. at this time. It was really interesting. Like Saturn moved into Aquarius in March of 2020 which was literally when the lockdown started. So it's interesting how like that played a pivotal role in like these people's transformations. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence.
1: Yeah, and asking them to kind of reevaluate, which is what your Saturn return does anyway. I think that's why some of them are just so potent and just, yeah, a lot happened. Um, another thing we wanted to say, though, is so First of all, thank you so much if you gave us one of your examples. We read through all of them, and we wish we could include them all, but this would be the freaking longest podcast episode in the world.
0: I know. (laughs) It would be like two to three hours, and we wanted to keep this shorter for you guys. Um, But yeah, so we've kind of grouped these into categories by houses that share similarities and we'll give a couple examples for each category we're going to touch upon themes that show up in every house but if you really want to know like the themes of the houses to expect go back to our episode on the 12 houses we did in 2021 that way you can just know like this is what this house is about this is really what's gonna what's going to become prominent during my Saturn return
1: yeah and also with that too just as we go through the examples we're going to actually read off some select few examples um like a whole a lot (laughs) a lot of writing so just we're going to read your stories as well and we'll comment a bit on them but um we just want to share your stories because it's kind of cool to actually see how it played out in practice
0: yeah these stories are amazing i was like holy shit i can't believe what some of these people have been through
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, I think that's the last thing, but hopefully you enjoy this and definitely listen. Go check your birth chart to see where your Saturn return will take place and see what's
0: happening for you. Yes. Okay, let's kick this off with first house Saturn return. Um, So this is the category first, fifth, and ninth. I feel like these all kind of share similarities of like important self-discovery, interest, self-worth, your belief system. Um, So for this example, we have his first house, which is an Aquarius rising chart. Um, The person said, I had been living in my childhood bedroom since the pandemic started. I officially moved into my own place in May of 2021. Shortly after moving into this apartment, I hit a bit of a wall, a failed fling, unfulfilling job, and my social life in the city being quite different than it was pre-pandemic had me feeling like I lost my sense of self. Like, sense of self is so important with a first house, sudden return. By September 2021, I knew I needed to put more work into me. I made the decision to start therapy for the first time since college. Thankfully, I started this journey because in January of 2022... I was told I was going to be shifted out of my position at work and into a position that would have taken me backwards in my career. Instead of taking that role, I made the decision to leave. And after officially leaving in March, by April, I landed a new job in a slightly different field. There have definitely been ups and downs since then. But in the last couple of months, I am really feeling like the professional trial and error has helped me form lifelong career skills and become more confident in my strengths both professionally and personally i have a much better sense of where and when i am my best and happiest self and knowing this has helped me meet new friends and try new hobbies i recently started cooking after refusing for years there's definitely still room for more growth but i feel much more secure in who i am now than i did when my saturn return started I feel like there's so many first house themes I that come up in this.
1: <laughs> yeah. And this is such a good example of how when you have a Saturn return in the first house and honestly, whenever just Saturn enters your first house, so being on the look for that, but it just brings up so much that you have to face, that you have to make big decisions on just so much coming up and asks so much of you
0: yeah a lot of like what who am I what makes me happy and kind of like very important self-discovery like her finding cooking her knowing her strengths professionally and personally and knowing like where she is her happiest I love that example
1: yeah like literally the quote I knew I needed to put more work into me it's just Mm -hmm. it's so cool so really understanding more about yourself with that first house um yeah, and then the fifth house, if you have a Saturn return there, so this was Libra Risings, that, that one can really go a lot of different ways. So it can speak a lot to pregnancy and children, that aspect of it. So oftentimes I'll see that when someone is having a child for the first time or there's that's a bigger focus for them or even when it comes to like inner child work.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, this one similar to the first house has a lot to do with like, what are my hobbies and passions? And like, how am I happiest, like finding joy? And also like knowing, like building a lot more confidence and like knowing your worth, especially when dating. So a lot of times with the fifth house Saturn return, someone will like, realize they need to stop dating a certain way, kind of like reevaluate how they've been acting in that part of their life.
1: Yeah, probably shouldn't have led with children in case you're listening and you don't want to have children or something, don't worry. (laughs) Um, But no, it's just, um, yeah, it is a lot about, okay, what do you want to bring to life? And that can look like a creative project, something you want to, any any way that you just want to really express yourself and put that out into the world. And it's a lot about not caring what other people think as much, just really embracing who you are more.
0: Yeah, like finding your creative voice and not being afraid to put it into a side project or your work and just like being very confident in what you have to say. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah, and Alice, you did mention too, especially when it comes to even love or dating and even too, I would add like your sec- your sexual desires and kind of feeling more mm, comfortable yeah. in that. So it can look a lot of different ways with a fifth house that in return, but it's always just kind of coming back to finding what you really want there and letting go of what isn't working for you.
0: Yes. Okay, do you want to do ninth house? Okay,
1: yes. Let's get into that ninth house and return example. I do want to add, you know, it is a sad start. Um, She says that her mom was, quote, diagnosed with terminal cancer, so the thought of death loomed over like a black cloud for three and a half years until she passed away at the end of 2020. She says that she did a deep dive into astrology, spirituality, and sought healers, mentors, therapists, and support groups. And she also adds she felt hopeless about the future, was working at a corporate job she hated. She got into superficial flings because she wasn't ready to be emotionally available, then quit her job right before COVID to take care of her mom, and after she passed, she took over her real estate business and she says she became her own boss um afterward she adds that she overcame binge and a binge eating addiction she lost 15 pounds and met her current boyfriend who she says quote is her first long-term serious relationship friends who see me say i look happy these days never felt more confident or self-assured about myself in the future And also she adds at the end that she says she grew up as an atheist. And now she says, quote, I feel I have such a connection with a higher source, whether that's God, the universe, etc." As you say, timing is everything. And I truly believe it. End quote.
0: I love that. I love how like um, kind of like a crisis in her life urged her to be open to different beliefs and really question like are my beliefs serving me anymore? How can I change this aspect? Like going from being an atheist to like believing in God in the universe, that's crazy transition. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and that was
0: that ninth
1: house theme of spirituality, of finding what she believes in, what are her ideals. And that one can ask you to just dig so much deeper into exploring what you believe and what is true for you. So beautiful example.
0: I love that one okay now we're gonna move on to the category of work and like career houses so the second sixth and tenth these will all share a few similar sim- similarities but will differentiate on like how they're a bit different from each other um, so starting with a second house Saturn return um, I see this a lot. So this would have been like a Capricorn rising chart. So a lot of times with this, there's more emphasis on like making more money for yourself or starting up your own business. Or if you already have your own business, kind of like taking it to the next level and expanding that. Um, And really just wanting to make like necessary changes at your job and realizing like, what work is the most important to you where do you feel valued and maybe that is like leaving a job situation where you don't feel appreciated or paid enough to find something different so there's often like a big reckoning at work like is this really what i want to be putting my effort into is this serving me in the long term or do i want to change careers
1: Yeah, this one is huge. I I mean, all of these, they deal a lot with Saturn returns, dealing with work. But um, and honestly, work just kind of unlocks for you a bit with these Saturn returns. But especially for the second house, it's more about finding what it is you really value and how you want to make money. Or even maybe that's the first time that you start to really feel comfortable with your finances or financially independent.
0: Yeah, I would say like being way smarter about how you spend money and like wanting to organize your finances and get really serious like is this worth spending money on? How can I save more for something? Maybe it's like you want to buy a house in the future. So it's like looking ahead like what are long term purchases that are important to me and how can I like do the work now to get there in the future?
1: yeah and it's also a lot about valuing yourself and self-worth and feeling like you're more mindful about where you're going to invest your time your energy who you want to do that with. like it's much more just very intentional about how you're spending money or time
0: (laughs) yeah Okay, so then we have a 6th house Saturn return example I'll read. So this is a Virgo rising chart, Saturn return in the 6th house. Um, They say, my Saturn return has been very focused on health and daily habits. I started working with a nutritionist and started becoming more focused on my daily habits to be more healthy. I've also (laughs) started, I know, so 6th house, like health. I've also started strength training and being more mindful of what I'm eating slash my environment and how it can affect me. I've also gotten off birth control and have been struggling to get my hormones straightened out. Career-wise, I started and completed my MBA. I work in finance, and I changed jobs in October 2021 to a new company still in the same field. I didn't feel a strong transformation on the career front until about six to nine months ago, so in 2022, when I realized that I don't want finance to be a long-term thing, and I feel like I need a bigger pivot. now she said she's applying to law school um nothing has been finalized but I do think this time has made me realize that what I'm doing currently isn't bringing any great happiness or making me feel like I'm serving my life's purpose I've also gotten deeper into astrology over the last several months so with the sixth house theme like yeah the health was huge and then also this feeling of like does my job have a deeper meaning to me that's such a sixth twelfth house theme
1: Also too, I I noticed with six health Saturn returns, it's a lot about something in relation to the body, whether that's health or fitness or whatever, asks them to, it kind of, uh, it's what initially starts their Saturn return, getting them to think about what is more valuable and meaningful for
0: work for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say like health problems, it's not uncommon for that to come up and like really transforming how you treat your body during that Saturn return also
1: fun fact I find a lot of people with this Saturn return get pets at that time (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) pets and yeah I just love that how literal it is I always forget that part of the sixth house but yeah that's so true
1: yeah and then the 10th house we have another example here so this was for a Taurus rising and They start out by saying, quote, prior to the pandemic in 2020, I was on the fast track at my job, working hard and getting new titles and promotions easily. And then she lost her job during COVID. She said she, quote, spent nine months unemployed and job hunting, several interviews ending in rejection and heartbreak. I was chasing titles because they sounded impressive or seemed to be the natural progression in my resume. Eventually, she said that she had to accept a job at a much lower level than was her experience to make her ends meet, but the whole process, she said, had her realize that, quote, she was putting too much of my self-worth on my job and that there are so many other things that I value than just a fancy title realizing this i sought out a new job where i could be challenged and engaged and she says it's definitely not the title she would be at if she hadn't lost her job but says that quote that's okay i'm getting value out of that still and now nurturing other areas in my life which i'm finding i'm getting more of a sense of worth out of and now that i've established my work-life balance i don't think i could ever go back to the grind all in all the sudden return had me think really hard about where I want to prioritize my career and my life. Now I'm excited to focus on my top priorities going forward.
0: Yeah, that one, I love how it has like that 10th house spin of like, how do other people see me in relationship to my career? And maybe being like a little too fixated on like, I have to have this title for it to look good to other people and realizing that's not that important.
1: Yes, and I, I would also add, this is, I so relate to this example when I had Saturn crossover If you have your midheaven in a different house, this might apply to you too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyone with like an Aquarius midheaven would have had that Saturn transit. But yeah. um, What else was like really 10th house about this? The fancy title. And then just like, yeah, that career stress and realizing like where, where does career fall in my life? Like what's meaningful to me at work? Again, like that theme coming up.
1: Yeah, and also I find Saturn in the 10th house feels really at home there. So just, I love that this example also mentioned the work-life balance being a thing. Um, I I feel like I'm looking into the future as I was reading that for myself. Um, Because honestly, when you have Saturn in the 10th house too, it might be that you tend to really overwork. So um, finding a balance with that. Yeah. Okay,
0: should we move on to 3rd, 7th, and 11th?
1: yes okay um so yeah so these all kind of have a common theme here of being more social houses so they relate like the third house more so to you know the third seventh and eleventh all of different aspects of being social or relationships and also communication and um kind of
0: ideas like they're very air in nature <laughs> Very like community oriented too. Like, who are my real friends? Who do I want to commit to? Like, what type of people do I want to surround myself with to be the most happy? Yeah, like relationships, exactly. Okay, so we'll start off with a third house Saturn return example. This one is so literal, Um, it's a Sagittarius (laughs) rising chart. So she says, I've always struggled to feel physically and mentally at home in a community, but always longed to be a part of one. Up until my Saturn return, I had been a server and bartender for my entire life, living in big cities surrounded by people, but always feeling alone and like something was missing. I was doing my art, which is theater, on the side during this time and working at restaurants during the day. I was forced to move to rural, I cannot say that word rural, New <laughs> England when the pandemic and my Saturn return began. I lost both of my jobs due to the restaurant and theater industry shutting down. To my surprise, once I moved to Maine, I was making so many genuine friendships. Now at 30 years old, I have such meaningful connections and friendships with people from this small town that I call my home. It's hard to explain, but people here just get me, and I feel so loved, seen, and connected to this community. I even feel like a leader, helper, and someone who brings others together. Most of my new friends are in their 60s and 70s, but I have never felt more comfortable and at home than I have in the woods of rural Maine. My partner and I like it so much that we have decided to build a house here, which is interesting because Saturn is about to move into her fourth house, so it brings in the next house themes. (laughs) Um, And the community has helped us every step of the way with our own with our home build since neither of us have any experience. The wildest part is that I'm now working part-time in the theater department at a liberal arts college nearby, which has also given me such a strong sense of purpose and community. For my full-time job, I travel all across the state to provide free educational resources to rural Maine libraries and communities. Maine feels like my entire life now and I wouldn't have it any other way. It is so nice to feel purpose, peace, and a real feeling of home. I love that example, like it has so many third house themes, like community, um, communication. Like I love the fact that she's now like teaching, is she teaching, she's working part time in a theater department out of college and like traveling a lot for work. (laughs) So it has like that travel component too.
1: Yeah. And I think with this too, it's just so beautiful the sense of community and neighbors which is a literal manifestation of the third house as well those people who are your neighbors you interact with every day and just finding more of a sense of connection to your surroundings every day so I love how that shows up and then also um, they also shared that the um, they have a Taurus moon and I just Mm -hmm. think that's cool with like Uranus transiting over her moon like finally finding the sense of home but Obviously, mm-hmm. that's different
0: than <laughs> Saturn returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on in her chart. Um, do you want to give the seventh house example? Okay, yeah. So this is an example
1: of a sudden return in her seventh house. She's a Leo rising like you, Alice. Yeah. And, you know, that's just to say that you'll notice similar themes to what Alice mentioned at the start, but of course a different story. So she says, starting out, that her and her boyfriend had moved in together back in 2020 in December and faced a lot of communication issues that were unexpected. She says, quote, that she went back to school in January 2021 and was so stressed trying to make it work again again tried for fall semester and then dropped out she says she had been doing glass art for years as a second job and quote decided in 2022 that she was going it was going to be the year i pursued it full-time i decided this in in november 2021 in the spring of 2022 i took a class for what i'm now doing with glass and it was life-changing i gave my boss notice that i would be ending work after summer She also says that she, quote, still experienced relationship issues throughout 2022, but in October of that year, I decided to stop drinking and it changed the relationship for the better. And she also says she's glad that they stuck it out and gave each other the space because she now says she feels like, quote, I am the best version of myself, especially for my partner. And the last thing she adds to it's so cute. Um, she says that he is also a glass artist and they work together now and are business partners. How precious is that?
0: <laughs> I know. I love that how it has the relationship and like not only are they romantic partners, but they established a business yeah. partnership during her Saturn return. And then also, I like how it brings in the sixth house themes of like work and realizing that she needed to pursue a different career too. So it wasn't just seventh house, it brought in sixth house.
1: Yeah, and because just as a reminder, like we said at the start, even though this was um, Saturn return in Aquarius, it also brings in themes of the Capricorn-ruled house before it because they're both ruled by Saturn.
0: That was such a cute example. I'm glad they resolved their communication issues. It had a happy ending.
1: Yeah, and I also wanted to point out too that just, I noticed seventh house Saturn returns can seem so all it's very similar to like a first house one where it's just more prominent there's a lot going on and there's a lot that like I like how she showed how other things outside of herself like taking those classes mm-hmm. changed her life like being life-changing like she said because I feel like with seventh house Saturn returns it can really you're you're presented with things in your environment or opportunities or people who then you're you're responding to and mm-hmm. it can create a lot of change that way.
0: I also wanted to say like just because this example in my own like there was no breakup with the Saturn return like breakups are kind of common with the 7th house Saturn return. I had another example it was we couldn't use it because this episode would have been too long but it was talking about how she had this big breakup with her boyfriend at the start of the Saturn return and then had another breakup from like a shorter lived relationship that happened during the Saturn return but it even though she's not in a relationship now at the end of the Saturn return she still has like so much better of an idea of like what she does want moving forward
1: yeah more long term too Mm -hmm. yeah so don't worry if you are (laughs) if you're going into that um okay um but it does ask you to like look at your relationship and see the realities and make changes so I would add that all right, and then 11th house, Saturn returns. So for Aries risings, this shows up a lot in terms of friendships. I would say that's like the most obvious way that it can show up.
0: I feel like it takes themes from the seventh and third too. It's like sometimes it will put a strain on a romantic relationship, even though it's 11th house, not seventh. Um, and then it'll also have this like sense of community. Like what types of people do I want to align myself with? And in a lot of cases, like friends, friends, that you thought were friends kind of like fall away at this time and it asks you to get really serious about like who is truly there for me what friends are adding to my life
1: Mm -hmm. and also kind of in terms of long-term hopes and dreams and this could be related to anything in life like what do you envision for your future usually at this time it's kind of taking those and actually creating something that'll help you get there and oftentimes letting go of things that are kind of dreams that you're like oh actually that was expected of me but it's not really what I wanted.
0: Yeah that's really true and even outside of like immediate friendships also this like maybe bringing people together that have like like like-minded interests like community type events or like for instance I'm an astrologer like if I had an 11th house Saturn return maybe I would have like organized astrology groups and like had people over to my house to talk about astrology like that type of thing.
1: Yeah, and I would say definitely when it does come to friendships this one is really hard. And I think what's what makes it almost more difficult having a Saturn return in the 11th house is that I feel like when people have almost breakups with friends, you know, like it can feel there it's something that people don't really consider to be that hard, but it can be. So I think that what I've seen with Aries risings, that's a big theme where they kind of feel like they don't have friends right now or their friends aren't, you know, yeah feeling to them in
0: some way or feeling really isolated feeling distant from people for sure yeah okay let's move on to our last category which is the fourth eighth and twelfth houses so these all have to do with like mental health really digging deep into buried emotions like subconscious patterning um really going deep here these are not easy Saturn returns
1: Yeah, and so we just wanted to say at the start, too, we're going to give an example for each of these just because they tend to be ones that are really misunderstood as well because they are a bit more inward. And they're also ones that you might not hear huge examples from because they're experienced. So, like, the person really experiences it within
0: themselves. It's very, Mm -hmm. you know, emotional, even. Yeah, private. Um, Like, yeah, like some people didn't want, they were hesitant to give examples because it was so personal and private to them exactly okay so i'll start off with the fourth house saturn return example so this is a scorpio rising chart and i would Um, say
1: too just at the start like some of these are a little bit more just like listening to it just knowing that they're going to be a little like
0: more yeah maybe like a trigger warning yeah exactly like sexual assault mental health if that Mm -hmm. will trigger you maybe don't listen to this section yeah um Okay, so fourth house Saturn returns, Scorpio rising. She says, in January 2020, I started going to therapy seriously for the first time after having my childhood sexual trauma come to the surface. It was through that work that I learned that most of my wounding was not with my alcoholic, verbally abusive father, but was a deep resentment towards my mom that I never felt like I was allowed to feel. I spent the next few months spiraling and isolating myself from the world, aided by COVID. I felt like I was suffocating in my life and decided to make a break for it. I tried to quit my job. They ended up giving me a leave of absence, and I went on a two-month road trip to figure my shit out. That landed me in California, where I decided to stay, and during that time, I began repairing my relationship with my mother and family in general. I am now back home with family and have never felt better. I love that things got resolved um but yeah fourth house saturn return fourth house saturn transit in general will have you reckoning with family relationships like really seeing the family relationships for what they were
1: yeah seeing the reality of that and really accepting your experience of it and your feelings and like even how um how it's shared here just like never being able to feel that never feeling like they like something that you may not have felt you were allowed to feel finally with this Saturn return. It can bring that to the surface and make it so that way it's something that you kind of have to face that reality. But it can be really healing too. It's just this this one's a really hard one.
0: Mm-hmm. Also that move to California um, moving yeah. would also be a big fourth house Saturn return theme.
1: Yeah, the fourth house has a lot to do very obviously with your relationship to your parents with Saturn returns there. And honestly, all Saturn returns kind of tend to bring that to the surface in some way, be just in in the sense of like you're coming back to, like Saturn is a significator for the parents, but the fourth
0: house especially. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do eighth house? Okay.
1: Yeah. So this is an eighth house, Saturn return example, and a Cancer rising. And she says she kicked off her Saturn return moving in with her now ex-boyfriend who had bought them a house at the time. After eight months of chronic panic attacks, she realized through therapy and EMDR that she was playing out patterns from her childhood with her ex. So she broke up with him and moved out. And she says she, quote, moved into my own apartment to live on my own for the first time in my life. I'm still here and love it. And she also adds she got off chronic chronic use of Xanax and started taking Lexapro for her anxiety. And she said she was scared to do that for years, but, quote, turned out to be one of the best decisions ever, started graduate school for marriage and family therapy. All of this is so literal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then she adds she met the love of her life in school, changed jobs two times in one year, but increased her income by 65% huge Mm. and bought my own car for the first time in my life. And then she adds, lastly, sadly, her father passed away from cancer. And she says it was the hardest few weeks of her life, but, quote, it was also filled with miracles and a reconnection with my spirituality. All in all, I'm a different person than I was three years ago, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I've learned how immensely strong, capable, and resilient I am. I am less afraid of life and more embracing of who
0: I am. I'm immensely grateful for my sad return that has so many eighth house themes in it it is crazy like there's the mental health and like um like getting the right medication for mental health also like becoming a therapist herself yeah that's crazy and then the income like the drastic increase in money I feel like finances and again being smart with finances is a huge eighth house Saturn return theme
1: Yeah, and falling in love too. I feel like oftentimes that's overlooked, but Saturn returns in the eighth house do ask you to overcome fears when it relates to intimacy and being in a relationship that's that close and that kind of Mm -hmm. thing.
0: And then also dealing with mortality, like probably looking at questions of like life and death on her own terms, but then also dealing with the loss of her dad. Like that is so tough.
1: yeah. Yeah, and I mean, just again, when you're listening to these examples, please do not think that this exact thing will happen to you because there are many, many, many ways that these different things can manifest. But yeah, definitely with that, um, an eighth house, sad, return makes you look at the the things in life that are kind of, they are darker and matter sometimes, or like things that just, you know, learning more about your fears or... Mm-hmm those hidden parts of yourself your psyche but also taboo topics and you're able to transmute the past in some way and come out the other side feeling like just just so new just so different and more connected to yourself
0: yeah definitely like big mental health emphasis
1: yes which speaking of
0: (laughs) we got we're finally at our last example so this is a 12th house Saturn return with a Pisces rising chart Um, so yeah, Saturn and Aquarius in the 12th house. Okay. So she says, it's kind of hard to articulate the feeling of the 12th house because it's formless and it'll be hard for me to take you through every detail, but here's the overarching theme of my Saturn return. I was really overtaken by a lot of fears and hidden parts of me that manifested into anxiety and other mental health struggles. I felt very isolated from the world for a majority of this transit, spending a lot of time alone and in my mind. I remember one point feeling like I was just completely living in my head in dreams. I felt myself kind of fall apart to be put back together slowly over the last few years, but more potently in 2022. Everything I knew about myself prior to the Saturn return was under construction. I had to really face who I was, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and do a major spring cleaning of my identity, behaviors, and thoughts, and make a decision. Do I allow these fears to run my life, or do I surrender? I chose surrender. And because of that decision, I have witnessed myself transform into a spiritual being that is steadily becoming more comfortable with the unknown, the hidden, and the unseen, almost developing this trust in myself in the universe. I left a career that wasn't supportive of my nervous system and turned to astrology and spirituality to help navigate. I was met with my hidden emotions slash traumas and how they impacted my well-being and how I relate to others and love. I realized who I was under all the stress and anxieties, and I have a clear vision of my purpose. Oh, I love that example. Yeah,
1: I feel like this touches again on so many themes too. So for the 12th house, spirituality being a huge one. But also I love how this example really speaks to those hidden fears and hidden parts of themselves because any planet, like when, when you have a Saturn return in the 12th house, it really stirs a lot of things that you haven't wanted to look at or or haven't had the time to or whatever, but it brings that to the surface and... Yeah, it it really is a lot about facing patterns of self-undoing or habits where you notice you're getting in your own way and letting go of shame and all of that.
0: Yeah, I like how she used that term like spring cleaning. It's like a cleaning out of your like inside self, like your emotions, your fears, your anxieties before Saturn moves on to the first house. And that's like a brand new start
1: yeah I would say also just as a note whenever I see like Saturn in the 12th and then going into the first that's a whole upheaval in terms of personality like even as a transit
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that was really good I feel like it hit on a ton of 12th house like yeah spirituality mental health cleaning out fears okay well we have
1: made it to the end of this very long podcast (laughs) i hope you've enjoyed listening to it and um thank you again if you shared an example with us it means so much and i hope that yeah just when you're listening to it you're thinking about your own and able to use this to not fear your saturn return
0: yeah i really hope everything resonated um and hopefully, we can do this for Pisces Saturn returns, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to also follow us on Instagram, so you can follow me, I'm Maxine Luthia.
0: So M A X I N E L U Z I A. And I'm Stock Alice, S T A L K A L I C E. Um, we will see you guys next episode. Bye. Yeah